0: Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for listening to our show. You can take your listening further and support our work by becoming a member. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, members-only bonus content, an invitation to join the DSR Network Slack community, a members-only newsletter, and members-only blog posts. For the month of February, take 5% off the regular membership price Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DAILY. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy code DAILY. Thank you.
1: It's February 9th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver.
0: And I'm Chris Kotnor.
1: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The death toll from the earthquakes that struck Turkey and Syria earlier this week rose to more than 15,800 today as rescuers scrambled for survivors trapped beneath the rubble in freezing winter conditions, according to Deutsche Welle. The Turkish government admitted on Wednesday. The country's disaster response could have been better. UN sources say six trucks carrying international relief supplies are due to arrive in northwestern Syria today. The trucks, the first convoy of humanitarian help for people in the affected area, are set to use the only remaining open border crossing with Turkey. Until now, the World Health Organization says that partially repaired roads were too badly damaged to use. Even before the earthquake, the crossing was a lifeline for some 4.5 million people. Some 90% of the population in the region was already dependent on humanitarian help.
0: SpaceX has limited Ukraine's ability to use its satellite internet service for military purposes after reports that Kyiv has used it to control drones. The BBC is reporting that early in the war, Ukraine was given thousands of SpaceX Starlink dishes, which connect to satellites and help people stay connected to the internet. But it is also said to have used the tech to target Russian positions with drones, which SpaceX says goes against the service agreement. Unmanned aircraft have played an important role in the war, having been used by Kiev to search out Russian troops, drop bombs, and counter Moscow's own drone attacks.
1: North Korea displayed the largest number of its longest-range intercontinental ballistic missiles at a nighttime military parade yesterday, as well as mock-ups of a new solid-fuel missile under development, state media photos showed. The Jung ang Daily is reporting that photos also showed leader Kim Jong-un and his daughter, Kim Joo-ae, smiling from a viewing stand as they observed yesterday's parade in Pyongyang's Kim Il-sung Square, which marked the 75th anniversary of the founding of the Korean People's Army. Pyongyang's state-controlled Korean Central News Agency, released photos that showed weapons in the parade procession, including at least four 17 intercontinental ballistic missiles carried by 11 axle-transporter erector launchers, as well as 5 9-axle TELs carrying missile canisters representing solid-fuel ICBMs. The United States currently has 44 ground-based interceptors, but current military logic assumes four interceptors are required for each missile reentry vehicle.
0: Elsewhere, Al Jazeera reports that Australia's Department of Defense will strip its buildings of Chinese-made security cameras to ensure they are completely secure, the government says. The decision to remove the camera equipment follows similar decisions in the United States and the United Kingdom, which have also taken measures to ban Chinese-made cameras at sensitive sites, fearing Chinese companies could be forced to share intelligence with Beijing's security services. An audit found that at least 913 Chinese-made cameras had been installed across more than 250 Australian government buildings, including the Departments of Defense, Foreign Affairs, Finance, and Attorney General, according to official figures. The cameras and security equipment were found in almost every department except the Agriculture Department and the Department of the Prime Minister and Cabinet.
1: According to Kenya's The Nation, South Sudan has summoned Kenya's envoy to protest an alleged encroachment on its territory. A statement issued by South Sudan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs and International Cooperation says Juba wants a diplomatic solution to the dispute. The minister on behalf of the government of South Sudan would like to assure all South Sudanese citizens that the highest levels of government are aware of the sensitivities at the border and are working in cooperation with our neighbors to ensure peace, prosperity, and maintenance of border integrity, it said. The two pastoral communities routinely cross their borders in search of water and pasture for their livestock. In South Sudan, local and state officials in the eastern equatorial state claimed in several interviews with media last week that a convoy of Kenyan security officers strayed briefly into South Sudanese territory.
0: The debate over bullfighting's place in Spanish culture and society has been reignited after the country's Supreme Court ruled that the socialist-led government had been wrong to exclude bullfights from a list of events available to young people through a free culture voucher scheme. The Guardian says that the government's decision to omit bullfighting from the list of live cultural events, however, angered the Fundación del Toro de Lidia, an organization dedicated to defending and promoting the activity. The foundation's president, Victorino Martin, said bullfighting was one of Spain's most distinctive cultural expressions and described its exclusion from the scheme as cultural censorship and an attack on freedom. The court ruled that there had been no justification for omitting bullfighting, noting that bullfighting had been declared part of Spain's cultural heritage under a 2013 law adding that its cultural, historical, and artistic aspects had been afforded legal recognition.
1: Reuters is reporting that Brazil's environmental and indigenous agencies have launched an enforcement operation in the Amazon rainforest to expel thousands of illegal gold miners blamed for causing a humanitarian crisis among the Yanomami people. Officials said yesterday, armed agents of the government's Environmental Protection Agency, IBAMA, deployed by helicopter and motorboat since Monday, have arrested and removed dozens of miners in Brazil's largest indigenous reservation on the northern border with Venezuela. They set fire to wooden shacks and a hangar housing a plane at a clandestine airstrip used by miners to fly in supplies, according to images supplied by Obama.
0: In lighter news from the AP, India's government-run Animal Welfare Department has appealed to citizens to mark Valentine's Day this year not as a celebration of romance, but as cow-hug day to better promote Hindu values. The Animal Welfare Board of India said Wednesday That hugging cows will bring emotional richness and increase individual and collective happiness. Devout Hindus who worship cows as holy say the Western holiday goes against traditional Indian values. In recent years, Hindu hardliners have raided shops in Indian cities, burned cards and gifts, and chased hand holding couples out of restaurants and parks, saying that Valentine's Day promotes promiscuity. Hardline political groups like Shiv Sena and Bajrang Dal say such actions pave the way to reassert Hindu identity.
1: That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Ethan Kessler of the Chicago Council on Global Affairs about sanctions. If you aren't a member, go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources, and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.